Hey, Paragold Podcasters, this is Jared Pickney, and I am joined by Bill Jeffrey. Hello. And Bill, this is our final final interview of 2021. We're taking a break for the month of December. We've been hitting it hard and heavy. Every uh, week. Every single week, we've been releasing a different episode. Um, we're going to take a break um, for the month of December. We are releasing a special very episode, special though, right it's going to be our biggest takeaways um from the interviews we've done uh, this year um but other than that you won't see just kind of our typical you know release every week of another interview with someone from paragold but in 2022 be looking out um for brand new episodes to drop we've already got some great guests booked more that um, we have uh, planning to come in after that and so we really look forward to spending time with you in 2022 but for now Enjoy our final interview of 2021. Welcome to the Paragold Podcast. This is Jared Pickney, and I am excited because in the room with me today is David Dixon, who has served as a mayor of Tuckerman. Um, you are a retired state trooper, and you portray the Santa Claus. I do indeed. You look great, by the way. I was, Thank a, you. I was wondering uh, what attire you would wear. I was told that you would not be in uniform. <laughs> And yet you were. I could hear your your, your bells jingling. There they are. <laughs> That's awesome. I was so excited. I was in my office and I just began to get giddy. And I was like, oh. So I think Bill did too. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was real excited. He came. He's the one that actually popped his head in, uh, in my door. He's like, Santa's here. And yelled, "It's a Christmas miracle." <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So there's a lot that I, I want to talk about. Um, specifically around Santa Claus, but tell us a little bit about kind of where you come from and uh, what got you to where you are today. So I know you're from Marmaduke. What, what else do we need to know about you? Yeah, I was born at Dr. Pohl's Clinic right here in Paragool okay. many, many, many years ago, 1957, September. Uh, grew up in Marmaduke, uh, rural Marmaduke, for uh, about five or six, maybe seven years. I can't remember. We moved into town, and... Uh, my uh, mother never did. Uh, she was mostly uh, uh, a housewife in those mm-hmm. days. Now, later on, my dad became disabled, and she, uh, she began to work. But uh, there was four of us boys. Grew up right there in Marmaduke. I'm the oldest. Hmm. And uh, uh, it was just really unique in that little town. I mean, we, don't, we weren't uh, rich by no means we were i would say we were pretty poor Mm. but you know what we had the funnest times we didn't know Mm. we were poor back then Mm -hmm. uh after i became older and left home uh that's when i discovered (laughs) that i was really poor but uh great times great times in marmaduke uh went to uh first baptist church most of my life there. okay yeah uh well until i left yeah and i left there in uh, 1984 uh, I became a uh, Arkansas State Trooper. Where were you at when you were a State Trooper? Where'd you do? My first uh, duty station was Forest City. Uh, that's where the troop was. Now I actually lived in uh, Mariana, Lee County. Okay. And uh, that's where I met my wonderful bride. Right on. How did you enjoy being a State Trooper? I guess you did it for how many I years? Loved it. I loved it. Uh, thirty-one. Wow, thirty-one years. Thirty-one years. What did you enjoy about being a State Trooper? Being able to help people. Uh, I, I've always enjoyed helping people any way that I can. Uh, of course, having the cool car and the, and the cool uniform <laughs> was, was uh, a great part of it. Uh, lots of respect. Uh, now, today, things have changed. You probably don't get that respect that you used to. Yeah. But uh, uh, used to, if you, uh, 
if you pulled up in that state police car and you had the big round hat on and you got out, it was business. Yes. And the people you were communicating with uh, were respectful of you, most of them. I'd say 98%. uh, But it's not that way now. Well, going from state trooper to Santa Claus (laughs) seems like a jump. (laughs) <laughs> but I know that you have a story behind how that happened. Yes, I do. The very first time that I put on the red suit was in uh, 1984, December. I had just went to work for the Arkansas State Police. I was stationed down there where I just mentioned about uh, Lee County. And our uh, Christmas party, troop Christmas party, was going to be in Fort City that year. And my post sergeant approached me and said, uh, we need a Santa. <laughs> I laughed, and I said, you do? <laughs> and he, he said, said, good luck finding one. <laughs> he said, yep, and old buddy, it's you. And I said, oh, my goodness. I said, are you serious? And he said, yep. <laughs> so that's how Why that do you happened. think he chose you? <laughs> because I was single, had no children, and was green as could be. <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, he just knows uh, you won't say you no. Know, a low yeah. man on totem pole, yeah. and, you know. And it, you got to say yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's a supervisor asking you, what do you, you know, you're not going <laughs> to say no. Yeah. So uh, we did it, and, and oh, my goodness, it was fun. It really was. And, even uh, then? Yeah, even then. What did you enjoy about it, first time you did it? I'm guessing you were surprised by how much fun it was. Yeah, I mean, even, uh, of course, there was, there was uh, other troopers as uh, children oh, were there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was a family party, and uh, but then the, the the troopers also made it even more like like the captain and uh, and the sergeant. All of them sat on my knee. <laughs> I mean, we just had a blast. It was a big blast, and uh, and I never, but I never did it again until two thousand and nine. In two thousand nine, I had a church member that was a part time photographer, and uh, she begged me to do it. Uh, her husband used to do it. He was disabled. And uh, I said, well, I don't even have a suit. And she said, uh, well, he did. He does. We do. Hmm. And you can borrow it. And said, we'll also take some pictures at my uh, portrait studio. Well, okay. So I did. Oh, it was, it was, uh, it, <laughs> it was an inexpensive suit. And it had the strap-on uh, beard and wig. Just holds it on with mm-hmm. elastic, mm-hmm. and the mustache was sewn to it, which means covers up your mouth. You you, you couldn't eat a cookie <laughs> if your life depended on it. That's a bad day. <laughs> and uh, so I did it, and oh my goodness, it was it, it was another uh, good time. Matter of fact, in one of those sessions uh, at her studio, I, I'll never forget this. There was. Two children that stand out in my mind that came that day. One of them asked for a cardboard box. And I looked at him. He was probably five years old. And I looked at the parent and I looked back and I said, You really want a cardboard box? Yes, Anna. And I thought, A cardboard box? What? And it was obvious, you know, they were they were poor. Wow. And that child just, according to the parents, that child just plays with cardboard boxes. And that'll tug at your heartstrings. Oh, absolutely. Had another one come in about the same age that same day and, uh, and asked for a vacuum cleaner. 
and I really think it was probably he was asking for a, a vacuum cleaner for his mom, wow. more than likely. And then another one asked uh, for a his very own green sweater. Evidently, he had had a hand-me-down sweater, or maybe he was even having to share a sweater with a sibling. Hmm. Things like that really get you. Mm-hmm. But but after that day and, and, and that season, I thought, you know, if I can put a little bit of joy in someone's heart for just a few minutes, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my wife. I said, what about me buying a suit? She said, well, what are you going to spend? I said, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never priced one. Mm-hmm. But let's do it. She said, well, okay. So I bought a, a off-the-rack shelf for the next season, 2010. And when I say off-the-rack, I think I paid 200 or $250 for it, something like that. I have since sold that. So, well, yeah, I sold it to another guy that wanted to become a Santa. And, uh, and then the next season or two seasons next, I, I thought, i got to do better than this. So I bought... The next level up, yeah. still off the shelf. I think it was about two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars, something like that. Hmm. Might have been three fifty, and uh, it had a little bit better. Uh, it was still synthetic, but it had a little bit better uh, beard and wig with it. And then the next, as as years roll by, I kept getting better. Yep, upgrade. I, I told my wife, I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a glue on wig and and uh, beard. And we did, and and I did that from probably 2012 to 2016. Hmm. And uh, I told her one day, I said, this glue is killing me <laughs> because I was getting more gigs, especially after I retired from the state police in uh, January 1 of 16. So that 16 season, uh, I got more opportunities to to uh, represent Santa Claus, and uh, and I was <laughs> I was taking that thing on and off mm-hmm. sometimes two times a day. Oh wow! And uh, and I thought, oh my goodness, this these chemicals are it just wasn't good yeah. for the face. I mean, by sure. the time the season was over, I had a red rash on all over my face, yep. and and uh, so uh, for the next time. I said, uh, I'm just going to grow it out. That's a full commitment right there. Yeah. Now, previously, I had been on some uh, drug assignments where I actually uh, grew a mustache and a goatee. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're a state trooper? Yeah. What do you mean when you're on a drug assignment? Well, I would, for about five years, I went on drug assignments uh, every summer. Like, explain that to me. Uh, The marijuana eradication program, I would be gone from home, uh, or all of us troopers that were on it, uh, usually about half a dozen troopers. Uh, we were on it anywhere from four to six weeks at a time. Uh, it included traveling the whole state. And uh, You'd be gone from home four to six weeks at a time? We would come home on weekends. Wow. But but we lived weekly in a motel. So what were you we were doing? Like, tell me, like what was the day-to-day operation like All right. when you were doing that kind of work? Like, uh, you, you'd wake uh, up, what happened? You team up with the uh, Arkansas National Guard. They supplied the helicopters. And uh, usually it was two small helicopters and one big one. Uh, the Huey, 
and then the others were OH-58s, I think is what they call Why were you all in the helicopters? Well, you had to have spotters up there. And then sometimes... So these are big operations. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. So you guys get a lead that, hey, someone's growing marijuana and or sure. producing it and they're selling it is that what's happening Some, sometimes you had a lead and, and uh i mean sometimes you you just you pretty much during those years you yeah. pretty much knew where somebody was going to be growing it okay and you just do flyovers. so you'd fly over oh yeah and you'd be in the helicopter sometimes so yeah. if you fly over and you find a spot mm-hmm. so then what happens yeah because it stands out uh you know from the air you can see it uh, because first of all they got to have a clearing because it's got to get sunlight. Then there's going to be paths or trails for them to uh, water it and, and care for it. So you just kind of look for that. And then once you see it, the color is uh, it's a bright green. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, boom, <laughs> it'll, jump, out it'll jump out at you. So once y'all found it, like, what did you do? You go set the helicopter down? Did you go back? What sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. You, well, you try to get it right then. You did? But yeah, because if you don't. So what did that look like? Did you ever, were you ever part of something like that? Sure. sure. So what yeah, happens? Yeah, I carry a machete with you. You know, We wore these uh, uh, vest things that had a uh, sleeve in the back where the machete fits, and you just reach back there and pull it out. And, and then do what? Cut the marijuana down. Really? Oh, yeah. So the people you, might not be there. You, no. But you just find the marijuana. You just go in there yeah, and start because, slicing and dicing. Because uh, once you do the flyover, uh, those guys know they're had. Wow. So they're going to cut it down if you don't. How much money are they probably losing whenever you guys went in oh, there? Like how much money my. worth are you? It depends on how big the crop is. You know, now your, your, uh, your little homegrown operations that. Right. That's, <laughs> and, and this is literal now. Yeah. A tomato plant, a marijuana plant. A tomato plant. A marijuana plant in a garden you know now he's not gonna he's gonna lose his dope and he'll lose a few thousand uh but some of these big operations what are they gonna, losing oh my that you were a part uh, I of i think i've been on some where probably five hundred thousand dollars worth of dope wow was that the most dangerous thing you did as a trooper uh, that seems pretty dangerous. It, it could yeah, it could have been now but now some of the traffic stops were even more uh, yeah i mean you when you're stopping a a convicted felon that's wanted for whatever, and you're pretty sure they're armed. Uh, that could go have you bad. come across things like that? that? Could, oh, yes, yes. Wow, I could go bad in a hurry. Ever a point where you thought I could die? Yep. Was that in traffic stop? Yep. Yep. Crazy. But Jared, I gave my life to the Lord at ten years old. Hmm. Sure. I worry, you know, I'm concerned. I, I didn't want to die then, no. But, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer that uh, there's a heaven, mm-hmm. there's a life after. Uh, God's got this. Mm-hmm. You got to. Mm-hmm. If you're going to worry about it constantly, uh, you don't need to be wearing the gun and the badge. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's when you make your rational decisions, right? Sure, sure. Get yourself in trouble, sure. other people in sure. trouble. And uh-huh. let's now let's talk about the uh, yeah yeah so I, you, I grew you, I grew some grow the beard out. out yeah yeah I grew some uh, mustache you knew you could yeah. do it yeah and, and in 2005 I distinctly remember because uh, uh, my wife and I had some pictures taken sure and uh, still got them today and it was white uh, now the mustache was a little bit darker but the goatee was as white as it could be so I knew 
uh, in 2016 if there wasn't going to be a problem <laughs> with it not being white. Now, I do still have some uh, pepper in the salt, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's predominantly white. Yeah, it is. So you when did you grow up the beard? Did you say what year was that? Uh, I started in 16. Okay. A little bit. And then yeah, that's when you went all in. Then I went full swing in seventeen. Okay. Yeah. And so, did I hear? Maybe uh, uh maybe this is a rumor. Did you? Is there such thing as a Santa school? People go to Santa. Yes. School? Yes. Is that real? Have and you been? You know to, have you been and, to one of those? Yeah. You know what? I never went to one until uh, this past July. What is? Where was that? And at? I had. It was in Branson. They have perfect. <laughs> that is exactly where Santa School should be. They have one there uh, uh, every uh, July, but I had never been. They also have one over in, uh, uh, I think it's Nashville, Tennessee, or no, Pigeon Forge, somewhere over in there. Yeah, I've never been Makes to that sense. one. Uh, they have them in Michigan every year. Uh, another place up north. I uh, bet Detroit pumps out a lot of Santa Claus. Probably. A lot of Santa Clauses. You you would be amazed how big uh, the Santa Claus operation is. What did you learn in Santa school that you didn't already know? Was there a big takeaway, or was it like just kind of already affirmed everything you're already doing? Pretty much already affirmed. I mean, there were some, they teach you how to laugh. What do they do? Uh, yes, yes, they do. They I mean, do? yeah, this instructor was from California, and uh, he would have a stand up uh, about every hour and do a stretch and. Uh, uh, a deep laugh, and uh, you know, make sure you're feeling it from way down yeah. deep. Okay, and from uh, the belly. Oh yeah, just things like that. I, and you know, a lot of it I already had. Uh, Eye contact, voice and reflection, all that kind of stuff, right? I probably, I probably learned more from uh, sitting and visiting with other Santas from around the United States. I mean, there was like a hundred and five of us there. Really. <laughs> There was a lot of Santa Claus. I can't imagine very many that would look any more like Santa than you. And you talking? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And you talking about confusing a child? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We went to like three different shows while we were there as a group. And oh my goodness, uh, you know, children were God. Well, I mean, they act like they. Didn't think nothing of it, but I know deep down they had to be confused. Uh, oh, man. Hopefully their parents said, well, those are just Santa's helpers, <laughs> you know. And, uh, <laughs> Santa clones, <laughs> imposters. You ever watch film and, like, that's the Santa I want to be like? Like any movies oh, that you yeah. try to mimic after? Oh, yeah. Definitely not the Santa from the Christmas story, I hope. No, no. You no, seen the Christmas story, Bill? That's a bad Santa. Yeah, that's bad Santa. Miracle of 34th <laughs> Street? That's a classic, mm. right? No, not great? Yeah, he's okay. Who, who's the best? Of course, his beard was short. It was short. But you man, got a he, way better beard. But now he represented Santa very, very well. Yeah, kind, gentle. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, Tim Allen. Yeah. Scott Calvin. It's Scott Calvin. <laughs> That's my favorite one. That is a classic. Oh, yes. Is that your favorite Christmas movie? I think so, yes. Number uh, one, right? I'll tell you, there is a, uh, there is a lady in uh, China that makes uh, hand-sewing uh, wigs and beards and mustaches out of uh, yak hair and wow. real human hair. Wow. And just this past year, she has uh, designed one to match Tim Allen's. Really? And you going to get it? No, no. I'm happy with what I got. Yeah. 
but uh, she, uh, when she posts pictures of, of her products, uh, of that one, she has a real-life shot of uh, Tim Allen in character. And then she, cho- she uh, shows uh, her uh, reproduction of that on uh, Madigan Heads, and it's almost identical. Wow. She is very good. Man, that's high praise coming from you, that Tim, <laughs> Tim Allen. Who would have thought, man? One of the best Santas. But that's a great movie. Probably one of my top five Christmas movies I've of got, all time. I've got one of those. Uh, uh, you remember, uh, you remember uh, Judy? Yes. Served him yes. the uh, oh, hot yeah. cocoa? Sure. I've got one of those. Do you really? Did you drink the hot pewter, cocoa out of? Yeah, I have once. Yeah, the pewter mug. Where's the oh, sled come cool. from? You have a sled. Does anybody have a sled around here? Mm. What do you What do you ride on when you're in the Christmas parade? Now there's a photo in. Uh, it's supposed to resemble a sled. A okay, sl- a sleigh, but okay, but it really yeah, sleigh, not a sled. It's it's kind of sorta, but it it has a lot of seats in the back because uh, two years ago there were several children in the back with me. Okay, on that one, yes. Do you, uh, would you ever let Bill ride with you? <laughs> Bill could sit up front. Man, wow! I'll Bill, that, that. <laughs> you'd you'd, be, you'd look great as an elf. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> I'd love to see you, Bill, throwing out candy this year, man, <laughs> as an elf. Yeah. Um, do you have any other uh, just favorite memories as Santa Claus? I know you shared those about the kids. Yeah. Uh, anything else that just jumps out at you? Oh, I can't remember. I remember one time there was a lady, and I really think she was, uh, I really think she was probably in her 80s. And she told me she had never sat on Santa's knee. Hmm. And, uh, and she sat on my knee for a picture. Hmm. And that was. Brought her a lot of joy. That was pretty awesome, yeah. And just this past weekend, uh, I'm going to say that I probably held at least six infants that I was their first Santa hmm. to ever hold them. And, and that's pretty unique, you know, to think that their parents brought their child, mm-hmm. who is less than a year old, mm-hmm. to an event where I was at. For me to hold them. Yeah, that's really cool. Let a total stranger hold their baby in times like today. Yeah, it takes a lot of trust. Yes. Do you get very many crying kids, kids that are scared oh. of Santa? What do you do? Are they train, oh, you? Are they train you what they're doing? Give them back two, to the parents. Here, take them. Had two yesterday. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing you can do about it, right? Nothing, no, I was in uh, Popper Bluff and uh, had a photo shoot. And uh, now there's nothing to do. Uh, it was going smooth. Just give I them thought, back to their parents. I can bless their heart. You know, parents they want that picture. Oh, they, they try so hard. <laughs> and I can usually tell when it's it's just not going to happen. Gonna happen. It, it, you're going to get a crying picture. Yeah. You know, if you're happy with that, yeah. Later in life, they'll be happy with it. Yeah. But you know, of course, another thing I worry about if you know if they're that little, chances are they're never going to remember it. Yeah, but now if they're as much as four or five, and and terrified, because I do have I do have a uh, nephew, and y'all know him, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, 
<laughs> for a long time, he was terrified of the Easter Bunny. And uh, <laughs> now Bill, don't laugh. <laughs> he really was, but he has grown out of it. But uh, but yeah, a child can be can be terrified of something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my goodness, you got a man sitting here with uh, white hair all over his face and a funny looking clothing. Uh, it's not something you see every day. No. Well, I, you you pull it off well, and I'm sure that if uh, yeah, if there's any Santa that can make a kid feel welcomed and safe, it would be you. So I, uh, this is the first time I've had a chance to meet you. You're a very pleasant person to be around. Well, so uh, really glad that you've made space to be here. What I'd love to do is something that we do uh, with everyone who comes on. Just started this, I guess, several weeks ago. We sure. just call it a, a rapid fire questions, and so um, would love to just ask you some of these questions if you're willing to answer. So you ready to do this? Sure. Um, all right. First off, what is something for you, uh, David, that people often get wrong about you or they just don't know about you? That might be the hardest question. What is something oh, maybe that people either might not know about you or maybe get wrong about you? Uh, well, if they, th- if they see me as Santa Claus, they probably have no idea that I was a former policeman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are two different worlds, man. It seems like it. That's awesome. Totally yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right, number two. What is the last either uh, show that you binged or book that you read? Uh, the latest John Grisham book. Oh, that's speaking Bill's language there. So I have the every judges one list. Of them. Yes, yeah. I have every one of them. I'm halfway through it, and Got all them. of them but two, I think, are hardback. I've and your your brother is into him as well. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yes, I thought I saw yeah. a collection in his yeah. house yeah. the other day. I've the one never that's read Marmaduke. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. Uh, favorite band or favorite song? Oh, Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. Good choice. Which song? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they have one about Saint Nick. Oh, oh well, yeah, that, <laughs> well, that's the there one. There you go. I thought that that's was a softball, but apparently, well, no, nope, that's, that's you, Bill. <laughs> I never knew you were such a Beach Boys. Fan. I'm turning my mic off. Yeah, <laughs> good try. Favorite meal? Seafood. Mm. What is currently on your nightstand? A <laughs> uh, hey, model sixty six three fifty seven. Mm. And a uh, Glock 30. Santa's packing. <laughs> I Santa, love it. Santa packs heat. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, all right. So give us a snapshot of an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy. Just an ordinary moment in your life that brings you a lot of joy. Being with family. Last question. What is one thing that you're deeply grateful for right now? Salvation. Hmm. Excellent. David, thanks so much, man, for coming on. Thanks for wearing the suit. Thanks for doing what you do. Look forward to uh, catching you at the parade. It was a pleasure being here. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. All right. Santa has left the building. Bill, that um, might be the most excited I've ever seen you. You literally popped your head in my door. I heard the bells jingling, and you're like, Santa's here. You were so excited. I, I mean, I didn't expect it. I didn't either. And I, I look around know. the corner, and there's Santa walking toward me. Mm-hmm. And he I was didn't tall. I did he was going to be in uniform. The big beard. 
uniform. Dude, he's a great Santa. Maybe better than Tim Allen. I, I would be more worried if I weren't excited about seeing him. Like really? That. Yeah. Why? And what's that say about me if I was, oh, they're Santa. Oh, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that maybe you no longer are a believer. I do think he was onto something when he said Tim Allen is the best Santa Claus or the best por- portrayer of him in the movies. Yeah. Is that your favorite Christmas movie? It's maybe. Okay. It's up there. What's number one? Maybe Elf. Yeah, I could see you being an Elf guy. But my uncle is so much like Tim Allen. And that movie came out when I was a kid. Yeah. It just, uh, it, you know, hmm. makes sense. More of a Home Alone guy myself. Not that you asked. I hope you don't mind. I... No, chime in. Yeah. Okay. What, what is it about Home Alone? Uh, what's it not about Home Alone? Did you feel like you were Home Alone when you were growing up? hi if you're still listening uh we hope you've enjoyed the very last episode of 2021 um man it's been a fun year be sure again and look out for the special episode we'll be releasing our biggest takeaways from the interviews um that we've had yeah next week santa's got a special message for the kids yeah, special message for the kids. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be sure and let the kids listen to that one. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, hey, be sure and check us out on different social media platforms if you've not already done so. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We've got a website, perigoldpodcast.com. If you've not done so, please go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. That will help people find us more quickly and learn about the amazing people that are living here in Paragold. So, until next time. <laughs>